All right, Five Night Gamers, welcome back to the Ultra Space Time Podcast, episode 72, LOE or love is in the air. However you want to see it, seeing as tomorrow's Valentine's Day. And don't forget, we have a very special video tomorrow coming up, but uh, more on that later. Before we go in, as always, don't forget Twitch Prime is not a crime. If you have that free Prime sub and you want to support the channel, you can do that free of cost by just dropping it here. A follow is also appreciated. And if you want to subscribe on our YouTube channel for more entertaining content, make sure to just check our link tree in the chat right now. Thank you, Jonathan. And um, with that said, yeah, let's have a look at today's guests. Uh, we are joined by uh, Bread and Mayo, aka ZVG. What's up, man? Yes, sir. Bread and Mayo connoisseur <laughs> is here. What's up, guys? That's good. <laughs> yep, the connoisseur of clapping bread. Uh, we got yeah. our friend Noctis back in here. How are you doing, man? Hey, what up, guys? Hope everything is fine. Everyone's doing their Sunday, and yeah, definitely doing my Sunday, I guess. Oh hell yeah, man! <laughs> We're doing it together. Dude. The Sunday, I mean, Berlin Sunday was actually sunny, so <laughs> um, that was exactly. nice. <laughs> Yo, we are also joined by uh, Swift. Who are you still playing God Key? By the way. He's not. He's not? He has joined me. The God he Key Trader. He has joined I do me. sometimes. I do sometimes. <laughs> no, no, no. What's up? How are you doing, man? Good, man. I'm, I'm very good. Very good. All righty. And then last but definitely not least, we are joined by Lineage of Goresh X. What's up, man? <laughs> Yo, what's up? Glad to be here. It's been a while, I think. It feels like it's been a while, at least for me. So It's been, it's been a year. <laughs> what? That Goresh has been here or that we got Lineage yeah. of Evil as a topic? It's Actually been two both, years since man. we had Eloise as a topic. Two years. Eloise as a topic? Yeah, it's been two years, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sounds about right. It's been 84 years. Uh, so yeah, speaking of topics, uh, today we are going to talk about the free-to-play free Android 18 uh, limit, limit break banner, can I speak? Uh, trash or treasure? <laughs> uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the login issues that some people appear, uh, experienced, uh, I think it was Tuesday. Uh, the free to play, not free to play, full power, almost the same thing. Full power freeze are getting his plat equip. Uh, we also got a new transforming warrior slash range type equip. And, uh, we're going to speculate on what the next LF could be. Plus we have a very special announcement for tomorrow. And with that said, let's jump in into the free to play Android 18 ZVG. How are you liking her? Have you played her? And, uh, why is she your bay? I haven't, she's not, she, she's my arch nemesis. She, she's not my bay. But um, this unit, I feel like, is very niche. And even though she's very niche, I think she's still very good. Obviously, you know, she's a Saiyan counter. Well, she tries to counter Saiyans, right? But, you know, I, I think the best thing about her is the increased arts cost. Because that is really, that really limits combos quite a bit. Because plus 20 to strike or blast, like, that's just, like, two cards and the combo is pretty much done there. So I feel like that's really good against Saiyans. Um, she has a little bit of support. She solves out, she gives damage and, you know, restores key by 25. Um, she has the generic 70% damage when battle starts and 30% minus damage received, which I feel like is kind of dumb. I feel like this has been a standard for way too long now. Like this, this damage inflicted and 30% damage received reduced is, is way too, um, way too low in this current meta where we have units that are doing gazillion billions amount of damage. Like 30% is going to save her from getting, you know, destroyed, right? But I feel like she's pretty good. I feel like she's a good addition to androids. I feel like against Saiyans, she, she really shines because she does use support. She does have damage. She has card draw speed. She has all other good stuff. She, her green card is fantastic. Um, Restores Vanish three times by 70%. Restores ally health as well. It's just fantastic, right? I, I feel like she's really good. Kind of like a pseudo support unit. 
or why she can do damage. I feel like she's really good and she's really annoying if you are using Saints and she does cover change because then your combo is pretty much going to be stopped. I like that. She's pretty good. But I haven't used her. So I don't know how Android mains feel about her. I know I've played against her a couple times and does she have something in her kit where she like increases your card cost? Yeah, very annoying. Or something like that. Dude, that that <laughs> yeah. actually oh, yeah. I noticed yeah. that that started to get pretty yeah. annoying. Um so that alone I think gives her a lot of value. But um I, I just don't think Androids is in like the best spot. I mean, they're not they're, they're definitely not bad, like don't get me wrong. Yeah. Um, I just don't think that they're in the best spot when you compare them to like some of these other top tier teams. I feel like Androids is kind of in the spot that LOE was like a month or two ago where they, they, you know, we're starting to get some more units for the team. They're slowly getting better and better, but they're just not all the way there yet. And then now obviously LOE is really, really good. And then who knows, maybe uh, here in a couple of months, we'll get some more love for androids. I actually would still like to have an LOE LF before an androids one. To be honest, yeah, uh, nah. and we're gonna touch on that later, but that's uh, part of my speculation for the next LF. But we'll I will talk about that here in a little bit. Yeah, fair yeah enough. fighting androids is really annoying. They they have so much healing potential, and Android twenty one, the Zenkai one that recently got her Zenkai red, she she can be so damn tanky. Like the whole crew can be so damn tanky, especially with the boost system that we have in PvP. It can be so annoying. They keep healing, healing, healing. And they rush you until you die, basically, and heal up. <laughs> can be so annoying when they guess you rush and you can't do it. You can't do anything about it, and they just heal. But that—that's me when using Saiyan. So I don't know how it is when you use low against androids. Any of you guys can talk about that situation, about that matchup. I I think the matchup is pretty heavily in in LOE's favor, to be honest. Because then, um. You know, full power freeze is just a, a monster. Top five units in the game right now can just destroy androids, and their red isn't really all that good. And then also they have a viable freeze at the counter. Um, androids red, and then yeah, I, I think it's a easy winnable matchup for for LOE. But but I think androids I mean, does do a bit bit well against like Saints. I think if we're gonna be brutally honest, Android sucks. So yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, but we we can't. They're not. Well, yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, that's yeah, I, so I was gonna niche. say they are—they aren't that bad, but yeah, like I said, they're—they're they're pretty niche. They, the thing with androids is like countering Saiyans. The thing with androids is like you can't just ignore a tag for like four months and then just release a free-to-play unit and be like, oh, they're saved. Yeah, like, true. Team yeah. That, right? Just boost yeah. them all. There you go. <laughs> boost yeah. them. But like I said, it's, it, I think it's a possibility they might be like setting the team up for something to come in the future. But that yes. j- could just be myself speculating. But I do agree with that because, um, okay, this is, you know, I, I was going to save this for the LF speculation side of things, but I actually don't think we're going to get an Android's LF. And the reason for that is because we're getting a movie in two months from now, which is oh, going yeah. to be heavily Android's, you know, themed, right? And I feel like if they're going to go ahead and release an LF for Android's right now, and then they're going to go ahead and do it again in two months from now, I, I don't know, because that's typically not how they like to do things, right? They like to major hyper-focus on one team for a long time, or for like, for like you know, a, a certain period of time. And then that's it. The team doesn't get touched for a long time after that. So I think rather than them buffing up androids right now, I mean, they're going to give us two free-to-play units sort of like to at least keep them a little bit modern and not completely them out in the dust like some other teams have been. Um, we'll probably more likely than not get the android buffs, I think, in April as opposed to right now, so... That's my thoughts on that. Yeah, Very no, that point. definitely makes Very sense. That definitely makes yeah. sense. 
I didn't even think about the movie, to be honest. That, that didn't even cross my mind. But yeah, you're right on that. But I mean, do you feel like Android 18, the free one, is the unit that keeps the team modern? I mean, um, she, definitely. I mean, she's not bad. I feel like for a free-to-play unit, she is up there with the uh, first form Frieza as like probably one of the best free-to-play units in the game. That's not a uh, an ultra character. And even among the ultra characters, she's still like better than I think all of them except for Omega. So... Fair enough. I'm just wondering, like, because I played that team and for a bit just to try it out. And I feel like, as you said, she's not enough for that, you know, to, to make Androids a very viable team against many matchups. Yeah, definitely not. And I think the biggest criticism that I have for this 18 is the fact that she came out like a week after this uh, or 21 came out. Right. And for me, I don't think they work well together at all. Like she's a mm. strike based unit. Android 21 is a blast based unit. I feel like Android 21 has worked better for me on the regen team. Just because you can actually build a functioning blast core for that team as opposed to androids, they really don't have any blast units. Like the whole team is literally just strike based. True. So it's really hard to build a team with both them on them together, which I, I just don't know what they were going for, honestly. So I think 18 fits the androids team way more than 21 does. And has any of you tried Android uh, 18 on a girls team? Badamore is it here, so I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, I played, I play her mostly with the 21s, but yeah, I also quickly switched out the yellow 18 for uh, the TOP 17 because, well, reasons. It's just, you know, at least you have a cover change because I also didn't use the purple cell, even though I could, probably should have. But um, that team does not have many like combo disruption options outside of, you know, like this TOP 17 and then cell. And if you want to play the green 18, then your team is pretty much set in stone and you're not really well, not very flexible, I feel. Yeah. You know, a team that I wanted to try was, and I'm kind of waiting just to get this uh, free-to-play 18 higher stars because I think I only have her like six or seven right now. So I'm going to wait till I get some red stars on her. But um, I saw this yellow-yellow-green setup with like Zenkai 18, the free-to-play 18, and then the uh, 17 right there. Um, and it looked like a pretty decent team. I guess the only issue is it's, you know, you got two melee units and then, uh, the free to play 18 is a blast unit, but you know, that's not always, you know, a deal breaker. Um, but the thing I thought was cool about that team is it obviously counters mono purple pretty well. You got two yellow units and then you got the, uh, green unit to deal with, uh, blue boys when they switch. So it seemed like a pretty cool team. The only issue is, I'm actually not, I mean, I still see mono purple, but I feel like I see LOE more than anything nowadays. Um, I feel like, you know, there's still, you know, people running mono purple here and there, but it's not as um, prominent as it was, you know, maybe like a month ago. But yeah, I'm kind of just waiting to get some more stars on her. Fair enough. So I guess her favorite team is still Androids. I mean, also Lucy and Chet yeah. just said Androids is pretty much the girls team now, which I don't think 17 qualifies despite his hair. <laughs> yeah, we have a, a very feminine cell on the team. That's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> did you just assume their gender? <laughs> that cell uh, could be anything for all we care. We don't know what he what they ate first. But um, yeah, what, what equips uh, did you run on her that worked the best for you? Who are you asking? Mm, the one who's asking back. How about you, Gresh? Um, uh, let's see. What did I use? I honestly don't even remember. But 
Um, I think I ended up using, because I ran around the Android team, I think I used that second form cell equip, which is like a must run for a strike-based Android character. It's what, 6% to pure strike per Android battle member. Mm-hmm. That one's really good. I think I used the Awakened uh, one where 16's head is about to be crushed by cell. That's like 25 to base strike. It's really good. Both defenses. It's a really powerful equip. And then I think the last slot that I use, I actually don't have a lot of like the like the girl equipment, like the Awakened versions of like all the girls equipment done. Because I, did, I prioritize other ones first for the Awakened side. I think I probably just used the Kaioken one, the 30% base strike one. For oh, me. yeah. Fair. Um, anybody else? Because I think I, I didn't have any good Android or girl equips. So I also had that second. I had one of those second form cell equips. And then I just, I don't know, threw random stuff on there that I had. I don't even know um, what it was. Anything that I had yeah, in Z pretty equips. much. The best equip seems to be Awakened ones. And that's a hassle to grind red. For like such a niche unit, they mostly count the same. So, <laughs> unless yeah, that one called "I one. Will Crush You" is probably a good one for the pure strike. I think Rash mentioned that one. Mm-hmm. I'm not That's too familiar with Android one. equips. Yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, it's a must run pretty much. It's like up to like six percent pure strike attack per uh, yep. Android member. I think. Yeah, that's one, that one's. Isn't that isn't that cancer sterile? Like one of the like worst. Yeah, it was. A, if I can remember it, right, it was a pretty tough one to roll. Oh no no. The one we're talking about is the the blast one, the one with the, the second form cell again. But that one, he's doing a comment behind that one. No, that it's strike. No, that, no, 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 no. That's the first form cell one you're yeah. talking about. We're talking about the the oh. Android second form cell one. That one also sucked to roll though. The last line. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay, okay, the okay. other one is region the ha. And <laughs> oh my god, it's awful. But uh, I mean, there is this thing called guaranteed upgrade now. So I guess some people don't have as much of a problem rolling this at, as others. <laughs> Yeah, it's great. Mm-hmm. It's it's fun. Yeah, I see you, Paul. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude, like on that full power freeze up platinum, I only today got that red last slot after like, f- I don't know, 400 erasers or something. It was nice. But yeah, um, I guess that's pretty much it for Android 18. And with that said, let's move on and talk about the great limit break banner that is back, uh, Goresh. What would you say to free-to-play players or anybody who asks you, should they summon on this banner? Sparking limit break banner. Um, So there's obviously pros and cons to summoning on this. I think at this point in the game, you take a look at the actual lineup on the banner and it is completely... I was going to say something that I probably shouldn't say on here, but it was it's really bad. It's terrible. (laughs) Um, (laughs) The most recent LF on this banner is what? Super Saiyan Blue Vegeta, <laughs> like almost three years old or something. <laughs> so, yep. Uh, yeah. In terms of if you should summon this banner, the only reason why you would be summoning on here is for the Z power, right? You're not like, like I would go into this banner if you decide to summon on this. I would go into this banner expecting to pull nothing of value from the actual summons in terms of the characters. But uh, for 3,000 crystals, you do end up getting, I think it's 1,200 sparking uh, Z-Power, and you get 600 Legends Limited Z-Power, which can be obviously very good. Um, so there is value there. I think if you decide to summon this banner because of that, that's you know completely valid and stuff like that. But me personally, I probably would skip this, even if I was somebody who was free to play and didn't have access to a lot of these characters. I think I probably would skip this banner at this point, just because the lineup needs to be updated. If they did update the lineup and added a lot of the more recent LFs to this uh, banner, as well as just, honestly, just like all-star sparking units, the most recent normal sparking are second year anniversary characters on here. So 
yeah, that tells you all you need to know about that. But once they update the lineup, I think then, you know, it'll be a different story. But for now, I honestly would say that this is a skip. But for me, the biggest thing with this banner is this tells us when the next level is coming. Take a look at when this banner goes away. This banner goes away on the 14th. And then what happens is, if you already have 600 Legends of a Z Power in your inventory, the 600 Z Power that you get from summoning on this banner goes into your gift box. So assuming you summon on this banner on the last possible day, so on the 14th, which is tomorrow, uh, or I guess tomorrow morning, right? Which is tomorrow morning. Yeah. You will get the Z Power in your gift box, and that Z Power expires after seven days, which will be the 21st. So the else coming out on the 22nd. Boom. Detective Goresh on the case. Yeah, Detective and that lines up with Battle Indian. Hour. Yep, that lines that up with Battle Hour. So Battle Hour will probably reveal the next LF, and then we'll get it like three days after. So. And we've, I think we've seen that pattern before, haven't we? Where like with this limit break banner drops, and we get yeah, an LF. Yeah, it happens like every time. Like a, yeah, yep. so that makes yep. sense. They don't want you to save that LFZ power. Bro, I'm not yeah, going to so lie. This, this is the first limit break banner that I skipped. I, I, for whatever reason, I just didn't feel the need to, to summon on it this time. Yep. You still have, what, 10 hours it. to do it? <laughs> I mean, the Z power I mean, is nice. Don't get me wrong. I just, it's just so tough coming off of those festival banners where you're getting like triple Z power. And then triple like race, said, yeah. you look at this. Yeah, and then you look at this lineup on this banner, and you're not... I mean, to begin with, if you're summoning on these banners, you're not really summoning for the units in the first place. You're summoning for the Z-Power. But still, yeah. the lineup's really not that impressive. And I don't know. I just felt like I'd rather just save my CC. I mean, if you have, like, Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta, for example, at, like, like eight stars, and summoning on this banner would be able to push him to nine, or if you have him at five stars, and summoning on this banner would be able to push him to six, like, it's probably worth summoning. But yeah, uh, I agree with for that. those scenarios, I would say. Yeah, what I did is um, I used all the <clears throat> the regular Z power and I juiced my Revival Frieza to, I think, red two at that time. And then, then I started using more and more Z power. Now he's like red four, I think. Um, yeah. And then I also got my, my Gogeta one star up so, to the SSJ four. But speaking of patterns, uh, did you notice that the uh, Super Saiyan Blue Vegeta here is the only LF unit that doesn't have a Zenkai off these oh, LF yeah, units? Because they're, they're all so old. <laughs> yeah, they are so old, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. A man can dream, Goresh. In terms of the, the banner, like, yeah, the, the banner, the filler is atrocious. Like, I don't, I don't need, I need to reiterate what Goresh said, but um, I summon on this banner because I don't plan on summoning to the anniversary anyway. So I might as well just get the Z power and then just save it. So what I did was I don't I, I can use LZ power right now, but I'm not going to until I'm forced to use it. And when I mean by forced to use it, I mean when another limit banner comes out, and then I'll use this and then use the other one. Um that's how I generally use my um LFZ power. But um yeah, you guys can skip it. I mean at this point with the twelve hundred Z power banners and everything, I feel like it's really difficult to justify spending on this, but I feel like the Z power is still worth it. In, in, in yeah, because the one, thing of, the one thing that you get on this banner, which you don't get on many of the banners, is a guarantee. You're guaranteed the Z-Power. So that's always, you know, you're guaranteed something good. Yeah, for sure. And like you and said, you know, you just take, take a look at your LFs, look at, you know, where you're at on your LFs. And if you notice an LF that's, you know, really close to that next star level, then, you know, maybe there's some value there in summoning on this. Yeah, and yeah. also that you're guaranteed to choose which one, which unit you want to boost up, right? Right. It's not right. always the case. Also, most of the time you get just random stuff thrown at you that's guaranteed, but there you can even choose. But yeah, after getting a 
banner that has 1800z power for an LF, it really gets, this banner really gets weird. Like when we already yeah. have such huge banners and stuff thrown That's a good point. at ourselves, getting the units to like 9 plus very easy compared to before where it was like, oh my god, 600z power, I have to get this. And I was like, hmm, the next banner could have 1200, 1800. There's the big event battle hour. Maybe there's a big banner with like 1800 again, like who knows, or 1200. And 600 doesn't feel that good anymore. Like, I don't know. Yeah, and it'll be interesting to see how they handle the next LF banner, if they're going to stick with the 1200Z power or go back down to the 600 one. Uh, I am leaning towards them sticking with the 1200 double uh, Z power format just because this all-star banner, I feel like nobody cared about it. And uh, if they go back down to the 600Z power format for the step-ups, it'll be the same thing, no matter who it is. So. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm hoping they at least stick with the 1200 for sure. Also, I'm curious for those of you who summoned on uh, on that limit break banner, how many sparkings did you pull? I'll go first. Zero. <laughs> I pulled like two. I think I pulled like two. Last yeah, time I got zero. No, I, I got rid of Super Gogeta. So yeah. Oh, that's actually pretty good. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> and I got my two upper stars, so I'll take that. It wasn't. It wasn't completely horrible. <laughs> yeah, those are the two sparkings that I pretty much got. Okay, so Goresh, so yeah, you were last saying- Last time I got zero, this time I, I got like five and all red trash. So yeah. <laughs> it's like blue pan or something. Nice. Yeah, like day one units pretty much, yeah. I still don't have a 14-star yellow Pycon. Like, I don't know why, but <laughs> I could still use him. And but you actually uh, got one of the rarest units, yellow Rosie. <laughs> Ooh, that was kind of weird. And Dukuba would like your location. It's like, yeah, him- Don't him. tell him, dude. Don't even- <laughs> Okay, okay. Secret is safe on YouTube. And Goresh, you were saying you summoned on it too, or? No, I didn't summon on it. You didn't, you skipped. I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't feel like pulling my red Majin Vegeta. Aww. But what if or, he gets his Zenkai uh, and or, he's already 14 stars? You know what's funny? I was going to say I didn't want to pull red Dispo, but he's not even on here because he's, he's too new. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the latest units were from the second anniversary, right? Like full power, yeah. <laughs> Super, Super Saiyan XXL4, and then we had Omega and stuff like that. Omega led Shenron. Yep. Super cool banner. Um, so yeah, um, I remember back in the day, that wasn't even a question. It was always like, limit break banner, let's go. It's always worth it summon. And now... Uh, it might it might basically vary depending on what your box looks like and if you can get one of your LFs that you use frequently to the next star level with those 600 LF multi Z power. If you can't, maybe you want to skip and see if he coming if they're coming back on another banner with a 1200 Z power and you instantly get them two stars up potentially. And I guess that's pretty much all we can say about this limit break banner. I mean, the banner itself is trash. Don't expect to pull anything hot because there's nothing hot on it. It's only for the Z power, so yeah. Judge for yourself if you need it. And with that said, uh, Noctis, were you affected by those login issues on Tuesday yourself? I think you said some people on your Discord were, right? Alrighty, so um, my issues were I was like logging into the game, or rather I had, I had it on standby and I opened the game. I did some co-op and it randomly crashed mid-loading screen into the battle just randomly froze or literally sent me back to my home screen, closing the game. Then I had it happen the next day on PvP, like 
randomly. I just open the game, click some mode, load in, and boom, it crashes every time at the loading screen into battle. Only like once though, each day. But some people I know couldn't even log in. They were literally stuck on the title screen, not being able to log in. And then the guy got in, played two PvP matches, second PvP game crashed, and you couldn't log in anymore again. Like, <laughs> and some people didn't even notice the issues. Like, I don't know what's going on, but there was some massive shenanigan happening. It makes you wonder if it's like an Android issue or an iPhone issue or a Legends issue, you know? Like, I, I don't know really what, what caused that. I didn't have any issues, but then again, it could have been like a time-related thing, and I just wasn't playing, you know, when the issues were happening. Um, but, yeah, that's weird. So you said, so, yeah, because I know some people had issues, like, logging in, but you said you had issues going into a PvP fight. Like, you were actually trying to go into PvP, and it crashed. Yeah, and every time mid-loading screen, huh. like, it was always I'm assuming you got a DC. Part. I'm assuming you got, like, uh, punished for it. Yeah, like, I got disconnected and had that weird message, like, play in yeah. a good connection area and stuff like that. But yeah, Damn. it just froze, literally froze. Yeah, that's that's weird. Yeah, like, I, I don't know if that's like a certain type of phone issue or if that's like a Legends issue, but I, yeah, but I think I saw it, in the news that they again. fixed it, so that's good. Also, last, or this week, rather, Android had like a big update. I don't know if it's like something with that or even with the Legends update or if both like corresponding to each other, getting those issues, like, I don't know. But ever since I did the update, it was actually fixed. And then I heard people that did the update started to have the issues. Like, it was confusing as hell. I don't know. What Probably hell? was something with Android and having their update. I don't think any iOS users had issues, right? Like, does anyone I have, know? I have not had any issues and I'm on iOS. But it's also like I I haven't had an issue and I'm on Androids. Uh, when I was yeah, playing, not, I was not, playing. Yeah, true. While it happened, because um, I, I remember like being on Five Nine Stream. See, I saw Battle raided, and he said that the game stopped working for him, so you had to stop the stream. And at that same point, I was like actually in a match right now, and I'm, I'm like, okay, I'm not logging off the game right now. <laughs> Leave me alone. Yeah, yeah. not everyone I was mean, affected. Awkward. I mean, I remember they they tweeted about this, which generally they don't do, so it must have been a pretty widespread thing. Yep. I mean, it was it got fixed. Um, they said something about uh, in um, follow-up information in-game uh, for compensation. I'm not sure. Did we get that? I don't think I've seen anything yet, but I'm sure they'll. I'm sure they'll uh, pass out something. Yeah, I saw what you mean, Paul. Yeah, because it Probably says get it in a few days or Wednesday. Yeah, because like it, it says here uh, distribution of items and recognition of these issues is currently being prepared. Please stay tuned for follow-up information in the coming days. And I think they tweeted it that it's in game, uh, but so far there's nothing in the news because that's the latest news entry. So yeah, we'll see. I guess there will be some sort of, some form of compensation. Um, not sure if they if they only give it out to people who were affected because I don't know if they want to go through the trouble of like scanning for uh, for affected you know accounts or if we'll all get something. And, and probably all. And then how much do you think we'll get for that? Not that much, 100, man. A hundred crystals. <laughs> yeah, I would yeah, also probably. say like hundred or two hundred probably. That's also my thought. But yeah, ever since they uh, had that update in the news that it got fixed, I haven't had the crashes anymore. So yeah, it was no shenanigan. They were actually true about fixing it, I think, at least. And I haven't heard any issues. 
anymore. That people actually could log in and stuff like that. Those people that were affected could actually log in. So it should be good now. I mean, if it's not good, we'll see. <laughs> exactly, man. More compensation. <laughs> hell yeah, dude. Yay. More, more free time, I guess. It's only bad if you're actually in the middle of a recording session. Like... Yeah, more RP loss, dude. <laughs> <laughs> very nice, very nice. Well, uh, it seems, yeah, like but... they, seems like they jumped on it pretty quickly, which I think is a good thing. I mean... I mean, look at it this way. Uh, it hurts their bottom line too, because if people can't log in, then people also cannot access the shop, right? Right, yep. I mean, that's a very cynical way of approaching it. Obviously, they also say, I want people to play the game, but that is part of playing the game. So, you know, obviously, if, if their whales can't log in to summon, that's also hurting them a lot. So, yeah, I would say and, Well, and I'll tell you right now, if you're somebody that's grinding PvP, there is nothing more infuriating than like actually trying to grind and like climb the ranks and then have some shenanigans happen and you get one of those random DCs and you end up getting like punished with a bunch of RP loss or whatever. There is nothing more infuriating than that. So I yeah, think it's this, definitely good that they jumped on it quickly. This, but even even just falling behind because you're unable to log in, right? Like your your main rivals may be able to log in and keep grinding yeah, because they're too. on iOS. And then the Android issue prevents you from playing and they, you know, they gain like three, four or 500 RP on you just because you couldn't play for a couple of hours. It's also yep. not, you know, not the best. Alrighty. So now let's uh, move on to one of the things that inspired the main title of this podcast. It's uh, the new plat equip for full power Frieza. And what's up with all the LOE love lately, Goresh? What do you think? And how do you like this equip? Ah, uh, the equipment is very, very good. Um, honestly, I didn't expect because they just released the Frieza Saga unique equipment, so I was like, okay, cool. Like this is a massive buff for LOE because there's three LOE units that I use on my team, both full power Frieza's. Now the, the other one has the Zenkai, and then the Revival Frieza. They all use this. It's an all, all, all three of them are like a must use on all three of those characters. So I was like, okay, you know what? This is this is a big buff to LOE, and then they drop this, and I'm like, okay, well. <laughs> <laughs> LFL Power Freeze is now uh, pretty much like a tank, even though he's not really a tank anyway, but he's, you know, he's not going to take that much damage. So I think the biggest thing this equip is providing to L uh, LFL Power Freeze is not, not, not even just the damage, but the defense and the utility, right? He's getting 15% HP, 25% of both defenses, and then a just straight up raw 10% defense against Saiyans. You feel that. You definitely do. Um, I was, you know, useful power freeze a lot. I've used him for the course of since he's released. I think he released back in it was either July or August. But he, yeah, I've been, I've been using him a lot since he came out. And I could definitely feel the massive difference in defense on this unit, even just before this equipment came out to now. So that is the biggest takeaway, I think, from this one. Um, obviously, you know, the damage to Saiyans is helpful. And I actually did notice sometimes the minus five special move arts cost kicking in as well. There are some parts and some combos where you just barely have enough key to launch like that blue card to finish it off. Whereas if you didn't have that minus five, then you wouldn't have been able to, to do that. But you have to be really paying attention to see if that actually makes a difference. Um, but overall, very, very good equipment. And in terms of like the overall environment of them continuing to buff LOE, uh, if you take a look at everything that they've done to this game post Legends Festival, almost every single character released or every single buff that they've given to characters, either equipment or Zenkai's, has been to counter Mono Purple. 
So their response to the mono purple sort of like phenomenon that we've seen since Legends Festival, they've been trying to tackle that via natural ways, right? Instead of just like buffing or nerfing characters. So, I mean, I can go down the list here. We got the Zenkai to the Super Saiyan Goku from the Broly movie. We got LF Bardock, who's yellow. We got uh, LF Full Power Freeze's Zenkai, which I think was like their nail in the coffin way of doing this, where it's like, okay, you know what? Mono Purple's still so rampant. We're just going to put our foot down and Zenkai Full Power Freeze it. Because he's like <laughs> the ultimate answer to that team, I think. Like, you, you cannot lose. <laughs> almost. You almost cannot lose to Mono Purple if you bring that Full Power Freeze. He's like the, the counter to Mono Purple, I think. He's probably the only yellow unit that doesn't get one shot at full HP by Vegeta, huh? Bro, yeah, yeah he's, he, he, he's so tanky. <laughs> He tanks Vegeta like it's like it's type neutral almost like it's 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 ridiculous, um, but it's uh, this equipment and in, in, in combination with all the other LOE buffs that we've gotten, it's uh, it's definitely felt good. As uh, someone who's loved LOE, the tag's pretty been pretty dead for the past like two years, so finally stepping it up. And it's not like they did a lot. I mean, they didn't release like five hundred new characters like they do for Future every time. The Future has like a <laughs> blow up. They released one new character. Two Zenkais and a, and a few equips, and boom, the, the team is set. Like, they're six times better than they used to be. So that tells you that, you know, when it comes to these androids, like which we, we just talked about a little bit earlier, they don't need to, like, release 400 new units for that team. They release two new free-to-play characters. Maybe they, you know, release a few new... Honestly, I would not be opposed to LF Cell getting unique equipment. Um, they do that, and then maybe they release, like... Uh, an Android unique LF equipment just in general? What? LF Janimba. LF Janimba for region. Yeah. I'm, well, I'm just talking about Androids right now. Like, they don't need to do much for these teams to just get these, like, massive glow-ups like we saw with LOE. Um, but I do, yeah, I do agree with, like, regen needs help as well. There are some other teams that need help, like, I don't know. Like, Vegeta Clan is okay. I feel like they could use a few extra buffs. I don't really see that, that, that specific team used that much in PvP. Um, but it's mainly Androids, regen... Uh, those two teams, I think, could use a boost. And so, God, again, it, it just shows God you that. The thing with Godkey, the thing with Godkey is they just got Goku and Vegeta. But yeah, that with is Godkey, they don't have a really good supporting cast of characters, right? They have Vados, who's obviously not not really usable right now. Um, and I think all they need is one All Star banner with like two Godkey units that are good supporting characters for for the main big hitters of the team. And then once they do that, I think they're in a good spot. Yeah, um, I agree. Like a like a new like a almost like a new replacement for Vados, basically. Yeah, and then Rival Universe is the last team I would want to see get buffed because they haven't been touched in four millenniums. So, um, that would be a good start. Uh, you know, instead of them just buffing Sun Family and Saiyans and all these generic te- uh, teams the whole time. But yeah, I think because right now, like, I, I feel so much more refreshed seeing all these LOE teams being around in PvP because it's not just the same model purple fusion warriors over and over and over again. So it's a good environment, I think. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I don't even I don't even uh, use LOE that much, but I it, it, I agree. It's very refreshing seeing them in PvP. And it's actually a very good team. Like it's sometimes it can be very tough taking down LOE teams. Um, and I actually like that. Like I said, I'm a, I'm a fan of uh, seeing LOE get some love. It's been it's been too long and I think they've deserved it for a while now. So I'm definitely a fan of it. Yeah, I'm just waiting until like <clears throat> Mono Purple is going to be fully gone. And then LOE is everywhere, and then they need to really have to release like an answer to LOE. 
Yeah, I mean, and just going back to what I was talking about earlier, where like every character they release is an anti-model purple character. You can even look at this green 18 who just came out, right? We talked about the arts cost increase. Remember, every time she is faced with an enemy tag Saiyan character, she increases their arts cost by 20 for three counts. That, in, that includes the switch ability of Goku and Vegeta. So if you, if you are comboing this 18 and you switch into Goku in the middle of a combo, because you want to get the type of uh, type advantage damage against this Android 18, you're going to have 20 extra cost to your cards. So they definitely took that into consideration because of Mono Purple, I think. Yeah, I, I mean, I could definitely see that because I like, you know, when you're running Mono Purple, obviously you have a team full of purple units, but your Goku Vegeta switches type advantage. So if you're trying to counter Mono Purple, obviously having yellow and green units is very important. Um and like I said, that that the the green free to play 18, it's not like she's like the best unit in the game or anything like that. But it, I can definitely see her value against, like you said, mono purple. Like I, I run into those double yellow green setups all the time and it seems like it counters mono purple pretty well. So I could see that for sure. You know who counters mono purple? Daddy Chunks, sort of hope. That's who. All right. Any, anyway. <laughs> no you're right no zvg you're yeah. right you're right um Bro. dude that that Honestly, future team like, is nuts i feel like mono purple has been like it, it's obviously a great team right but i feel like if you have a good yellow and a good green like i feel like you just really just counted that team very hard because once you keep your swaps in check it's pretty much um it's pretty much a checkmate because you have a green unit for vegeta and then you have the purple for everybody else and then you just you know have that third unit just you know be like chunks or somebody or ultra gogeta and then you're just good to go but um, but yeah, that's all I gotta say. Yeah, I mean the one thing I personally hate is those the, these last slots on this one and also on the Gogeta equip because the you you cannot guaranteed upgrade them for obvious reasons because otherwise you would just do it once or twice and you're done. But <laughs> bro, I I mean for those who rolled it, for me it took about four hundred erasers and I think in the Gogeta I'm about six hundred in and I still haven't gotten that last slot to a red one. Uh, Goresh, you probably have it at a red one. How many erasers did it take you? It took me about 200, which I think is still too much. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think for the Gogeta one, it's even worse because that equipment, it's not like this equipment for Frieza is like a necessary thing for him. For Gogeta, you need that one, right? At the end of the day, you need that equipment for Gogeta. It's 100% uh, include equipment on him every single time. He gets like twice as effective with that equipment on um and honestly at the end of the day it's their mistake for making him as weak as they did during the anniversary and that's why they gave him an equipment as good as that one so to then go ahead and make that equipment that hard to roll i think is really dumb on their part i think it's just not warranted so they shouldn't have made it that difficult i completely agree because i mean it's also it's such a resource drain I had to sink so much energy uh super souls zenny everything into those um and also erasers obviously it's also like super frustrating to be honest. And then I see those people in my discord, they were like, oh yeah, actually I didn't even need to use an eraser. I got it red for a slot. And I'm like, good for you. <laughs> now get out. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. Sometimes it can be very disheartening, especially if you feel like these slots just hate you. Some of, yeah. Some of these plot equips are insanely tough, man. Insanely tough. Yep. And speaking of equips, uh, we got another equip awakening for uh, transforming warriors slash range type. Swift, have you grinded that for any of your units or do you not use it at all? 
I did start the grind. I haven't actually gotten like any impressive rolls or anything yet, but um, this equipment actually looks really good. I, obviously, it's for transforming warrior and range. Not or, but and. You have to be transforming warrior and range. So basically just the new revival Frieza, I think, and there's probably some other units you could throw it on. I love full power. Yeah, oh, 20, yeah. 21. So I, I think it's definitely a very good equip. If you're if you're running these units, this is probably an, an, uh, uh, a slot that you or it's probably a best in slot option for some of these units. Um, I, I'm not like 100 percent familiar with all the equipment options for these teams. But, you know, looking at this equip, it definitely seems very good. 20 percent strike defense, 12.5 um, blast attack and blue card damage. And then you got 25 uh, percent bla uh, base blast attack. So you don't have any pure stats here, but you don't always need the pure stats anyways. Um, and I think yeah. having the 20% strike defense will definitely help, you know, revival Frieza be a little tankier. And then he's got uh, double blast attack and blue card damage, which I noticed, uh, revival Frieza's blue card actually does decent damage already. So I think this will just boost it up even more. Um, so I, I think it's definitely a very good equipment. If you're running LOE and you run revival Frieza, I think you're definitely going to want to grind this for sure. Um, but yeah, yeah I, I, I think it's good. I actually do think this is like the best equipment, one of the best equipments you can use on LF full power as well. The, uh, my setup on him is both the unique equipment, so the Frieza Saga one, his own, and then this. Uh, I think that's the best setup for him because this one also does give the special move damage. The other, the other equipment that's in the running, I think, for that third slot is the uh, one that gives pure blast per Frieza force battle member. I don't remember the name, but it's it's first form Frieza on the equipment. Um, that one gives six percent to pure blast per Frieza force battle member. So that one's because uh, you have so many base blast buffs already on the team that the pure mm. buff is going to add a lot of damage. But I think this Awakened one just barely edges that one out because of the extra special move damage. I think it's just a little better. I think the one you're Especially talking about the is the AOE effect. Yeah, true. I think the one yeah. you're talking about is the Yule Pay, uh, the one with the first yeah. form Frieza. Yeah. And still, one yeah. that I still have on my full power Frieza is the um, I'll Destroy All of You, which gives 20% special move and then also 20% to blast attack. Yeah, that's the final form Frieza with the, with the little death ball, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I think that is still that a great good. one for, you know, special move and blast damage. It's just, um, yeah, it has a little bit less blast, but... <laughs> 20% yeah, it's, it's, special it's move is like okay. it's hard it's hard to beat 37.5% blast attack mm. <laughs> on one <Yeah>. equip. <laughs> that is true. However, I also like I usually don't run yellow yellow blue LOE, but I use uh the purple full power uh, the purple LF Frieza. So I have more blue cards and so personally I think I would pref still prefer having a little bit more special move damage. But I guess that's kind of a matter of playstyle. I mean, if you hit a purple unit with that blue card, you can literally win the game because of the AOE damage. <laughs> like, come yep. up. Yeah, well, and also, remember, Goku and Vegeta is a Goku family unit who this, uh, or Sun family unit, this Frieza does extra damage for his Sun family, so. We take that. We definitely so you would say that. this is probably a, a best in slot equipment for both um, LF Frieza, the LF yellow Frieza, and probably revival Frieza? I do think so, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it definitely seems really damn good. I mean, yeah, like you said, 32 or, yeah, like 37. My math Quite is so five, bad. Yeah. I'm so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, a lot of blast attack and yeah. blue you card damage. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you, because in the setup that I'm using with full power Frieza, 
if you use the two unique equipments and then this one, you're at like over 90% blast attack from just equipment. Yeah, that's insane. That's insane. You know what I just remembered? I used to say equipments don't make that much of a difference just because I was too lazy to grind them. And then you're like 90% from equipments. What the hell? It's a massive difference. <laughs> Humongous. More than the bench sometimes, man. What the hell? Yep. But also don't forget you can 90. put this equipment on great units like uh, Android 21, Yellow Rosie, Yellow Bojack, Blue Extreme Baby Vegeta. Yeah. So definitely a must grind for everybody. Yeah, and then and don't go, forget man. too, in the future, we could potentially be getting other range type transforming warriors. And some of the notable transforming warriors are like Baby, Cooler, Janemba could eventually get an LF that could be no. ranged. So Bojack, another Rosie. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Zarbon. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I'm sure we'll down the yeah, down the road we'll get more we'll get more Frieza's. I'm sure. Yeah, eventually. Yeah. Spandex so. Zarbon. Let's go. Alrighty, so that's uh, all for the equips. Next up, um, let's talk about the Dragon Ball Legends Battle Hour, since Goresh already kind of teasered it a little bit. It's coming up next weekend, depending on where you are, um, 18th, 19th, or 20th of uh, February. And uh, yeah, we are expecting the next LF to be announced there. Swift, what do you think is going to come? Okay, so I don't, I don't know, like... Obviously, none of us know, but I don't know, like, if it's going to be the next LF. But like I was saying for Androids, I think eventually I want to see this is just what I want to see is a uh, is a dual 17 and 18. Obviously, we, we got the dual Goku Vegeta, which is a sign of, you know, possibly future other dual units coming to the game. Um, I would love to see a dual 17 and 18. I think that'd be really cool. I think they deserve it. Um, I, you know, like I said, I don't know if it's going to be, you know, the next LF per se, but I think eventually I, I would love to see a dual 17 and 18. Um, you know, I, I don't know. It's, it, it is honestly kind of tough to think about for the next LF. I mean, I look at the meta right now, you know, God key needs a little bit of love. Uh, regen needs a little bit of love. There's, there's these, you know, rival universe. There's these tags that definitely need some help. Um, you know, I wouldn't be opposed to some type of. I wouldn't be opposed and, and I'm not like a big regen fan, but you know, it makes sense. They, they could maybe get another LF. I don't know. It really is tough to say. Um, if I had to pick one that, you know, I just personally want to see, I would probably say like a dual 17 and 18. I think that would be really cool or, you know, something for God key, but you know, it doesn't have to be God key, but yeah. What do you guys think? Um, so we got the two free to play androids this month. Um, which typically the free-to-play units do hint towards the LF that we're going to be getting next. I think in this case, they're probably not going to be hinting towards that. And the reason why I say that is because if they're going to announce or show off the next LF during Battle Hour, are they really going to show an Android LF during this? Probably not. Like, let's be realistic here. It's probably going to be like Goku, Vegito. Like last year was Rose Goku Black, one of the most popular villains in the franchise. Broly could be a good option for this. Oh, yeah, Broly. Beerus. What if we got a Hakai Beerus? Oh, that'd be know. so something, sick. Something, something like that. I don't expect to see like LF Android 17. Like, on, on, no hate to Android 17, but I, I, it doesn't bring the same hype. It doesn't surround itself with the same hype as like an LF Broly, Dragon Ball Z Broly. Um, so I'm expecting something that's a little bit more hype than like a 17 and 18 tag character. So uh, I would probably, if I was going to pick a character, I would, you know, I would like to see Hawkeye Beerus if they want to do that. 
I would like to see a Z Broly because Z Broly is cool, and I'm actually really surprised that he doesn't ha- does not have an LF in this game yet. The only problem with Z Broly is that he's a Super Saiyan and he's a movie character, which movies doesn't need more help right now. Um, Janemba could be a good option to help regen, and, th- and I think Janemba is hype enough to uh, warrant like a big ticket reveal, like in Dragon Ball Games Battle Hour. So, one of those characters I think is uh, what I'm feeling here. Yeah, a uh, dude, a Hakai Beerus would be amazing. I would love that. I would honestly love some more LOE love. Like, I feel like they could still use one more LF. Because, uh, I mean, they don't really have a good, a good red unit right now. I mean, I don't know if you really need a good red unit right now, but I feel like an LF cooler would be pretty dope. Or at least give us like a King Cold or a Mecha Freezer or something, you know, as a playable unit. If you don't LF any of the LOE units, I think that'd be cool. DVG, so what about think it could still be I'm sorry. Go ahead. You guys think it could still be from the Android saga? Like I don't know, Super Vegeta, Final Flash, yeah. and Second Form Cell, something like that. Definitely. Because they did, I mean, for the Android 18, they did have missions that required you to use um and I think it was Cell Saga, Android Cell Saga, or something like that unit. So yeah, Super Vegeta Final Flash LF could be pretty cool. I would definitely take that. Oh yeah. They could also make really, really cool animations with that. What about you, ZVG? Wait, what are you talking about? <laughs> Did you were you asleep? What's the what's the no, alert? I was I was in a match. I was in a match. My bad. <laughs> Undivided attention. So, what LF would you think is coming, and what would you like to uh, to see? What I like to see are LF tag seventeen and eighteen. Um, what I think is coming LF tag seventeen and eighteen. <laughs> um, Wait, I, really, what? I really like. I really like that. I I hope that they they. Drop that, bro, for Android. That'd be pretty dope. And Future, too. That'd be dope. Not gonna yeah, I lie. Think it, I think it would be really cool. Um, but I do see what Goresh is saying. With Just with because it's battle hour and it, we're all going to be expecting something like super hype, I wouldn't be surprised if it was like a Broly or like a Beerus or something. I think that would be really cool. But I do think we will eventually see a 17 and 18 dual unit. I just don't know when. But yeah. I also honestly don't think that they would release another tag unit so soon. I think that they're still kind of special. I, so that might, argument. I would I would think that this year we'll probably get them for big celebrations like anniversary and legends festival. And then maybe next year they'll start like sprinkling in maybe one every two or three months. So it's more regular. I don't see them doing that now because it's also so much of a brain fart. If you have like three tag units on your opponent's team and you have to remember which one is countering what now and which state they're in and, you know, it's like, okay, now they're on, on Android 17 and he is, he is reverse blue, which means now he's good against green, but he is weak to red. <laughs> and then he switches into Goku and Vegeta and then they switch from Goku to Vegeta and then you just give up the game because you're completely lost or something, you know, it's like, well, so much to juggle. I think I don't think they're going to do that same mechanic for every tag unit. I think that's just specific to Goku and Vegeta. I think other tag characters are going to have different mechanics that activate when they switch out. Yeah, like so. so instead of instead of switching element, maybe they switch and they heal, or they switch and they get some type of damage buff or something. I could see that too. That'd be cool. Switch and they lock you in for like two counts. Oh, that'd be pretty. Yeah. That'd be pretty crazy. I could see them have like different colors because on Goku and Vegeta, you still see both are purple and then just like a unique on Vegeta that switches the colors. So I don't know, maybe a blue unit with a green unit together as a tag unit. 
and not being both the same color and have like some shenanigans on the unique so you don't have to remember and also can see it visually which color state they're in right now what is effective and whatnot yeah so yeah I still think um, even for blue boys, like they could have had that, like that could have been an option instead of just having these buffs where they switch their element factor. Like when they switch, you just visually see the element factor change. I still think that could have been like a, you know, a, a path that they could have went down. But um, yeah, I don't disagree with you there. Yeah. I mean that they just, they would still have to make new symbols for every reverse color if they keep doing that at one point um they could also just say okay you switch from blue to red or something it could just be normal switches and um yeah i guess i think we everybody gave us their predictions and their uh hopes or yeah their arguments so one more thing and that's a special announcement for tomorrow which is valentine's day and you can see here the short king iron cane on the screen uh, we have a special, special video coming up tomorrow on our YouTube channel. So make sure that you are subscribed to the YouTube channel and that you're there when it premieres. I watched the rough cut and not gonna lie, it was an emotional roller coaster. I laughed, I cried, I cringed and my IQ dropped and then by 20 points, but then I gained 50 at the end. So definitely make sure you're subscribed to our YouTube channel and keep your eyes peeled for our premiere tomorrow. That's all I'm gonna say. And uh, yeah, I think you're... I hope you're going to really like it and we would want your feedback if you're going to like this video and we should make more of this because again, very special video. And with that said, we're going to take a quick break, but not before uh, thanking our Yamcha for 1000 bits. Appreciate your support reading your message. It's been so long, but I'm so glad you guys are still going strong. Never give up and always give your 100% right back at you. Thank you so much. We're going to go on break. We'll be back in three minutes with your questions. So lock and load them. Go take a quick break and we'll see you in three minutes. Legends Weekend W. <laughs> yes. All right, we are back. So now it's time for your questions. As always, uh, the um, uh, donations take priority. So if you want to cheer, do that. But we'll try and answer as many as possible. And I will hand it over to our host, Goresh. All right. I'm going to go ahead and start picking some of the questions from chat. The first one I see is from my good pal, Shablam. He goes... What powerful opponent unit do you think deserves to be a support type unit? I think a good Torellis unit would be great. Hmm. hmm. Well, we were kind of just talking. Well, I guess is Beer Beerus his powerful opponent, isn't he? Or no? Yeah, he is. Yep. Okay. Okay. So we were just talking about Beerus. You know, if they did drop a Hakai Beerus, you know, we were like literally just talking about how Godkey kind of needs an updated Vados, an updated support unit. Um, I think that'd be really cool if they do ever drop a new Beerus, if they just kind of gave them some similar support buffs to Vados. It doesn't have to be, you know, as good as Vados' support, because I still think to this day Vados has one of the better support kits in the entire game. Um, so it doesn't have to be like that good, but, you know, maybe they focus on making him individually better and then also while, you know, simultaneously still giving him some type of support buffs. I think that'd be super cool. It's kind of what Godkey needs right now as well. So, I think I, th cool. I think I think the best PO unit to be a support unit is bulging biceps. <laughs> Just Beto. Is he? Wait, I, wait. Is Beto powerful opponent? Probably not, but he should be. Nah, I, don't, I, don't <laughs> think <so>. <laughs> <laughs> I think like okay. I think like less popular characters or less popular forms of characters could be good support units. Like, 
Lord Slug has like one character in the game. I feel like if sure they created Garlic like a, Junior, man. Garlic yeah, Junior, well, that's that's Let's actually go. what Dokkan did for Garlic Junior. Like Garlic <laughs> Junior wasn't in the game for like the first like six years of the game being out, and then they released a Garlic Junior, and he was like this crazy powerful support type unit. <laughs> um, <laughs> but. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, like like these lesser popular characters like Slug, Garlic Jr., or they could even do less popular forms like First Form Cell or Second Form Cell and stuff like that. Or um, First Form Cooler. Yeah, yeah, like First Form Cooler would be a good one as well. Uh, but like those, like I don't expect like a legendary Super Saiyan Broly to come out and be like a support character. Like it doesn't doesn't work. Totally fits his character too, huh? Yeah. All right, I guess we'll move on to the next question. Um, so this is from Polarizer372. In the upcoming movie, would you like a return of Cell, Android 21 becoming canon, or a whole new Android, not Gamma 1 and 2? I guess this would kind of fit what we were talking about earlier with Androids for, the, for, the, for, uh, for Legends. But because this would ultimately translate into the game. So I know a lot of people aren't that high on Gamma 1 and 2 right now, even though we don't know much about them, but... Do you guys see with like all the Android 21 promotion going on in like every single game? Do you guys see like her becoming canon or Cell coming back or anything like that? I would love Cell to come back. I don't really care that much about 21, to be honest. Um, she's a nice character, but I also haven't played Fighters, so I'm not really invested into her backstory or whatever. But uh, I like I like myself some Cell for sure. What about yeah, you, I Noctis? Think, I think that'd be cool. I'm wondering how Cell would come back. Like, if it would be a new experiment or if he's literally reviving somehow. Like, I was thinking about that when I, when I heard the question about Cell. Like, how is he going to return? There's just a, he's got it. There's just a clone buried like 50 feet down in oh, the ground yeah, and he yeah, pops know, up. Right? Something like that. <laughs> nah, dude, the it's lost be clone, like, dude. One of his cells is still like there from his fight against yeah. Gohan and he just like regenerates like 20 years <laughs> later. Galaxies are away. <laughs> yeah. So basically, when he, when he blew up, he regenerated instantly, but this one cell just took way longer for some reason. Exactly. <laughs> or, or maybe maybe it was blown into like the arctic area so it was frozen or something and now it's like unfrozen somehow so. oh, global warming there's a message in that movie too <laughs> no 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 we're not doing that <laughs> we're not gonna go down that one it's like the poles are melting cell is coming back you better not use plastic anymore <laughs> <laughs> all right next question is from such a good real app. Real Phantom uh, 99. What do you want to see as the next duo tag unit? And what else? And what should the typing be? Um, I know a lot of other people have been talking about the tag 17 and 18. That would be a good one. I want to see, we sort of got this as separate characters already, but I do want to see a Goku and Piccolo from the Raditz fight as a tag character. And yeah. would they have different typings or what would their, any idea? I, I mean, well, if you're going to release them right now, um, maybe like red, because there's like no good red units in the game. So maybe they could help the red color out. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds weird to say help a color out, but there's literally like no good red units in the game. But um, yeah, I guess that would be what I, I would say. I want launch and launch. She sneezes oh, when okay. she switches and her type, her t she would have normal typings like yellow and blue just corresponding to her hair color. I think Battle of Moore would love that. I think it would be just funny, like, you know, seeing her sneeze and then all of a sudden she has the machine gun in her hands or something. Yeah, I, that'd be cool for sure. 
Um, so wait, so is this question for like uh, assist units or dual units like Goku Vegeta? I think like, I think I think you mean tag. tag. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah, yeah I think seventeen eighteen would be great. Um, Goku Piccolo, like Gresh said, I think would be super cool. I don't know. It's actually kind of a tough question. I mean, obviously, there's probably other situations where we could get another Goku Vegeta just from a different moment in the, you know, just a different situation of Goku Vegeta. Um, so I'm sure we'll maybe eventually see that. But I would, I, I still, I'm going to go back to, I would love to see 17 and 18. And I don't even run Androids. I just think it'd be cool to see it in the game. Um, but yeah. The Gotki um, not asking for Whis and Beers? Wow. Dude, oh, dude, Weiss and beers would be sick for sure. <laughs> I, I just don't want to like over exemplify God key just because, uh, you know, everybody knows I love God key, but I, I don't want to just keep saying it. But yeah, no, go, uh, uh, Weiss and beers will be extremely, extremely cool. Hey, yo, hear me out. How about uh, Saiyan Saga Nappa that when he uses his tech ability, Vegeta comes in and literally kills him and then you play as Vegeta and you can never switch back. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> that would be a transformation, no though, wouldn't it? Like you just transform into Vegeta, I guess, is what it would be. I mean, I guess. Man. True, true. I see the. What point. about what about Metal Cooler and Metal Cooler? <laughs> <laughs> and then he revives Every into color. Metal Cooler. And he revives into like three Metal Coolers. <laughs> and then he also Actually, keeps. That would be- that would be pretty crazy if they did a metal cooler, metal cooler, but every time you swap, it's a different color. Do you remember this, this Dokkan event with the, with the different metal coolers? Uh, where you yeah, that's, that's where I got, that's where I just thought of that from. Like every time you, you use the tag ability, they turn into a different random element. That would be funny if even you don't know what, what color would be next. Well, yeah, that, yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. It's random. So like yeah. even you don't know what color they're going to be, you just click the button. Like if you're a type disadvantage, you just click the button and they're going to turn into a different one. So at least neutral at, at best, it's going to be yeah. advantage. Yeah. That's actually yeah. pretty dope. All right. Let's go on to the next question here. Um, this is from Midnight Pack 3. Nobody talks about this, but can they make the awakening equipment better instead of you having to keep awakening every time? Actually, this is the awakening equipment system is a system that I think is like honestly probably the worst system in the entire game. Um, they definitely made it a little bit more bearable with the release of the light uh, Ultra Space Time Rush because you get like double the resources for it. But what I found is I'm actually running low on the fragments. Um, and uh, there really aren't that many good places to buy the fragments. I think every time we get a raid, I always end up spending the raid medals on the fragments, which is sound a little bit weird. Um, but I'm always running out of those. And um, in terms of the actual process, it does take a very long time because to actually get the equipments that you need to awaken like into the main ones it does like you have to sit there and upgrade them all and then you have to farm the specific one that you need and then you have to go back and then you click like four different buttons and then finally you can awaken an equipment and it's always like a terrible role so i hate the awaken equipment system i wish they would change it it's the yeah. worst system in the game easily easily the worst system in the I, game i agree with like, that. yeah it's it's tedious and there's no easy shortcut it, it, it's just bad bro it's just bad and the I sad part is, in a lot of these, you. on a lot of these teams, and for a lot of these units, um, some of these equipments are, you know, obviously best in slot, and you're almost oh, forced, yeah. you're almost forced to go through yeah. the, go through the uh, awakening process. I'm so they are, you need them. Yeah, they <laughs> are making those bad. They are making these awakened equipments so absurd. Take a look at the fusion warrior ones that we just got with Ultra Gogeta. That. Um, which one was it? It was the one with the Goku and Vegeta fusing from the Broly movie. 
dude, 12% to both defenses. What is this? 30% to strike attack and 10% HP. Is that like, that's like the best equipment in the game with not counting unique equipment. Like that's, yeah, that you a, need that. That took a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it took a very long time for me to get that. Yeah, you're forced to, to get it. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're basically, take, like, if you want the best of the best, you have to go through this like grueling process. That's just so annoying. I hate yeah. equipment awakening. Also, you need to awaken a whole bunch of equips first, which is also super annoying. Right, yeah. And I also, back to the question, I think the way they could make it better is if they would let us reroll the first slot on awake, at least awaken equips. I'm not even saying all equips, but awaken equips, let us reroll the first slot. I'm going to reroll like 10, see if, you know, something good comes out of it. If not, I'm just going to pick one and just reroll it. Bro, I still yeah, think the that part. they should come out with like some type of special, like even if it's super rare, just like a special slot remover that'll let, that'll let you reroll that first slot. I think that'd be really, it'd be really helpful for sure, especially for awakened equips. And then, yeah, I mean, re-rolling re the first slot or just having the ability to do that would completely like get rid of the whole annoyance that comes with the unique. Well, with oh yeah, it'd be a game changer. So I would definitely take that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Noctis, what were you saying? My bad. I think I accidentally cut you off. I like. I can't understand how it can take like two to three hours to get like one decent slot on an awakened equipment that actually blows my mind and like you waste all those resources but it also takes like two to three hours to maybe get that one good slot and then you realize oh i need like three of that what do i do yeah. waste waste like a day awakening them <laughs> well, if you the can't even... that, what is that the thing that's really annoying about equipment awakening is that because you have a limited amount of rush metals there is a theoretical possibility that you could never get a slot one gold slot or red slot on an equipment that you want you could spend hundreds and millions of these metals and not get a single slot one that you want because of the fact that it's rng and you have a limited amount of resources so that alone should tell you that they definitely need to make slot one re-rollable because otherwise it's just it's very dumb yeah and i think that's actually one of the bigger issues of the whole situation is just because the fact that you do have a limited amount of resources i can't tell you how many times i've been in that situation where a new awakened equip comes out and i'll literally spend all of my rush coins or rush metals whatever they're called i'll spend all of those resources trying to get a good slot and i just end up running out of resources and i have to wait like two weeks for the next rush now we did get yep. the, the 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 new rush the rush light or whatever which obviously gives us uh i guess double the amount of resources basically i think um so i think that helps but you know like Gresha, there's there's still situations where you might not even get that good first slot and you're just out of resources so i will never forget when the second form frieza equipment awakened i used to ne i literally used to just skip awakened equipment because i never did it i had like five hundred thousand rush metals saved up and i used all five hundred thousand rush metals and i didn't get a single gold slot one what Jeez. the hell? Yeah. So I mean, that's, I that, that, again, that, that should tell you everything you need to know about how bad the system is. And by the way, I love it when slot one has two different slots. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> that, that's the best I mean, the, thing. Or even the three, other right? the, <laughs> the other solution, well, that's not really a solution, but like a band-aid solution, I guess, to this problem is they just make every slot one on awakened equipment like really bad, like crit or like eight or like something that's like not usable. Like, that's a bad stat or something like that, right? Because then it lowers how much value that first slot has, but it's such a stupid way of fixing the issue. Yeah. Um, I don't see any other questions in chat, so I don't know, Pom, you want to just wrap it up there? Or... 
There is there's one. Oh, there's one from Frost Phoenix 151. What is your top four LF units you would like to see in Legends? They can be from any tag. Top four, huh? Um, I definitely want to see at some point an LF cooler. I'm okay with them not doing them right now because LOE I think is in a good good enough spot right now. So saving them for later I think is fine. I definitely want to see an LF Buhan. I definitely want to see an LF Beerus and an LF Demon King Piccolo. LF Demon King Piccolo is like my most wanted LF right now, I think. Um, but uh, who knows? Uh, they, they they saved the Mouth Blast for a reason. They didn't give the Transforming One uh, the Mouth Blast that he does to kill Shenron. I think that's like what they're saving the LF for, but I don't know when that'll happen. Buhan is a great one. I definitely agree with Buhan. Cooler, I already said before. Um, I think Androids... Maybe tag androids could use a good LF or something like this if they ever release them. Um, number four, not sure. I'm going to stick with the three before I just stall out for too much. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a tough question. Um, I would definitely probably say LF Beerus, like a new LF Beerus, like an actually a viable one. Um, you know, LF Weiss would be cool. I think Weiss is one of those characters that like, you know, we don't really see too much of Weiss in PvP because there's we only have really one option, that one red EX Weiss, but I feel like it's a somewhat hype enough character. If they ever did drop an LF Weiss, I feel like people would I you know, I feel like some people would summon for him for sure. Um so I think LF Weiss would be cool. LF Beerus. Um that is a tough question though. I'm gonna I'll I'll let me let me sit on the last two and I'll think about it and see if I can come up with another couple. LF Hakai Beerus. Thank you. That'd be dope. Yes, sir. 100%. I would love yeah, that. Yeah, plus one. Same. Yeah. We need to see that. And not the green beers anymore in my summons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's going to be a new meme. You yeah. Yeah, Goresh, he took my curse. Now it's, no <laughs> now it's Noctis' curse. <laughs> when was the last time he was on a banner? I feel like it hasn't been for a while, actually, that Beerus. Noctis probably knows. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even. I skipped all, the, all of them. Well, the last, Beerus, the last banner he was on was the limit break banner. <laughs> yeah, I actually would like um, an LF Omega Shenron, but because we just recently got the Ultra one, I don't think we're going to get that anytime soon. Um, but that I think is it in terms of questions. Let me see. There, I think was one um, Dark Killer, the highlighted one. Do you think we will ever go back to the Vegito Blue meta back when the second anniversary happened? You mean like one team just constantly dominating? You mean like Mono Purple? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what what do you think was more mono thematic? Was it the the Vegito Blue meta or was it the Mono Purple one where I think Future was still well, around a bit, but yeah, it was it was definitely Vegito Blue just because Ultra Gogeta came out and you didn't really run him on Mono Purple, so true. Yeah, I would say in the in the recent metas, I think obviously there was a lot of mono purple teams. I think we all know that. Um, but there was some other teams sprinkled in there, you know, future and movies here and there and stuff like that. Um, nowadays, LOE. So I, I think the mono purple meta was definitely, you know, obviously a lot of mono purple. But when you go back and look at the Vegito blue meta, man, it was just every single match was the same team. And it would be like that. You know, if I sat down to play for four hours, I guarantee like 99% of my matches was basically the same team. Um, yeah. So, and that was really the annoying part in my mind. And especially if you're one of the people back then that wasn't even able to get a copy of Vegito blue, and then you had to go play PVP and you literally just faced him every match. It was probably just a nightmare. So yeah, 
Yeah. Well, the annoying thing for me back when that came out was how annoying Vegeta Blue was to play against because he would just combo you for like 50 counts in a row. Yeah. <laughs> he would, we would, back then, cover changes were not as common as they, were, they are now. So you would just be sitting there and eating combos left and right. And that was also before they had the multiple switches that you could do in a single combo. Right. So Vegito Blue would combo you and then you would be only you would only be able to switch once and then, you know, you switch once and you just sit there and you're like, Okay, I'm gonna go like grab a drink or something and I'll be back in time for the when the combo's over. You mean when he rushes you? Yeah, yeah, and then ults you and then kills you in one hit. So and remember, they changed, uh, and as much as I kind of, like, sometimes I miss tackle stepping just because it was kind of fun to do, but if you guys remember, before Vegito Blue came out, there was the tackle step, and I just, I can't even imagine if they didn't take tackle stepping out and Vegito Blue <laughs> came out. Like, dude, imagine Vegito <laughs> Blue with tackle stepping. It would just be obnoxious, but, yeah. That's probably why they did it. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's why they did, for sure, because it, it would have just been insanely obnoxious. Him and then Kefla with the car draw speed as well. So yeah, that, yep. was, that was great. The one thing I have to say, though, is that um, I feel like uh, Vegito Blue was on three different teams, right? So he was on Godkey, he was on uh, Fusions, and I guess Saiyans or something. Um, future. Or, and Future. So I think people played him on, at least on like different teams. So it was like, okay, you see Goji uh, Vegito Blue in every team, but here it's like, okay, it's just mono purple, you know? That is true. Yeah, yeah. True. I mean, back in the day, it wasn't. Yeah, there was like a few different setups with Vegito Blue. I agree with that, um, for sure. Alrighty, I would say let's call it a day for here. And uh, yeah, thanks to all the creators, of course. Thanks to everybody who gave gave us their questions, who hung out in Twitch chat. Thank you to everybody on YouTube watching it right now. Don't forget to follow us on all our social medias. They will be in the description down below or in the chat right now. Follow us on Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Facebook. We have a Discord. We have a subreddit, TikTok, all the good stuff. And the podcast will go live in about 25 hours on YouTube if you want to rewatch it or you missed something. And uh, yeah, with that said, we will be back in a week with episode 73. Thanks for, uh, for watching and make sure to follow all our creators on their Twitters. You can find their Twitch, YouTube channels over there. You know, never miss a good content and uh, good piece of content. I'm just going to call it here. Have a good one, everybody. Later. Peace out. Peace out, boys.